What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Hey Man Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Shamim. Um, and I hope everyone's having a great day, and I hope everyone is staying safe. Uh, before we get started, I just want to say a thank you to everyone um, for helping me reach 800 plays um, in total on this podcast, on this journey that I started a long time ago, really. I mean, it's it's been so long since that first episode, and, and we've been on a crazy journey. Uh, I really just started this to kind of, you know, keep myself occupied during quarantine. And, um, and you know, I'm really, I'm really happy of how, with how it turned out, you know. Um, I mean, it feels amazing when people ask me, oh, when can I be on your podcast? When, um, when are you free to do the podcast? You know, I, I, I really appreciate that, honestly. Um, you know, my podcast is open to anyone. Um, we can talk about anything. Uh, you know, I tried to keep it less political, but that's just me. You know, if you want to talk politics, you know, I talked about um, Black Lives Matter, you know, on this podcast um, once by myself and once with a good friend of mine. And, you know, it, it was it was good to kind of like talk about that, you know, because it was kind of um, you know crazy at the time. But, um, you know, um, moral of the story, I just want to say thank you guys for allowing me to do this and allowing me to uh, continue this. Um and I know I haven't been active lately. Um, I've been uh, helping my friend Nate um, with his podcast that we co-host um, called The Fourth Dimension. Um, and that's been fun. You know, I've kind of enjoyed uh, collaborating with uh, one of my best friends uh, since elementary school, since the link days. Um, and, and I've really enjoyed, um, you know, talking with him. You know, we had an amazing draft episode um, the day after the first round. And, and it was really, it, it really, it really was fun. It was fun. I, I suggest you all listen to that if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, um, once again, thank you guys for 800 plays. Um, I love you all so much. Um, and, uh, keep being you, uh, keep being yourself. So I don't have a guest with me today. Um, I'm alone. I'm just chilling in my room, you know, um, I have some homework that I probably should be doing right now, but you know, I, I just decided to kind of, um, you know, get some thoughts out. You know, I, I want to be real. I want to be real in this episode. I want to kind of, um, you know, explain uh, what's going on with my life. Um, and, you know, it's th- I, I don't want this to be like an emotional episode or anything, but I just kind of just want to explain, um, you know, stuff that's going on in my mind and I kind of want to put it into words because for me, I feel like a podcast or this podcast in particular it's like a safe space for me to be myself, you know, um, a lot of times in public or anything like that, um, or even texting, I feel like I have to be someone else to look cool, you know, and I still, I still feel like that, you know, um, even though I stress to a lot of people, you know, just be yourself, um, and, and everything will work out sometimes, you know, I, I make the mistake of, of not being myself and not, and, and trying to act like this cool person, you know, sometimes I curse, uh, sometimes I, I, I try to talk in a different way, um, but you know, I think, I think the the main thing I'm trying to say is kind of just um, remember that y- you are yourself. You know, you you are you you aren't ever gonna be anyone else. You know, no matter how much you try to be someone else, you know, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna be that other person. You're only yourself. Um, so just be your best you and uh, kind of um and and see where that takes you. You know, um, being being yourself can make you a lot of money. I mean, a lot of people just make money from being themselves and doing what they love and and kind of uh pushing for their dreams. You know, I I I respect that from a lot of people, you know, um just being yourself and uh and and just seeing where that takes you, you know. You never know. Um really I I I called this the Hey Man podcast cuz you know, I was just trying to be myself. I was just trying to 
find a place where I could say, Hey man, or, or, or just, um, find a place where I could kind of talk the way I usually talk and kind of, um, you know, laugh with friends and, and, and things like that. And, and I'm glad that, you know, a podcast is kind of my safe space for, to kind of put some thoughts in my head into words and into a, into a podcast episode. Um, and, and it's crazy how far I've gone. And, um, and I, I appreciate everyone who's hopped on the podcast. I mean, every, I mean, I've had so many different people on the podcast, a lot of people more than once on the podcast, which, uh, which is a crazy thing to me. Um, and, and, and really, I know it's a lot of just my friends that, you know, join the podcast, but like they, for me, it feels like I'm having a celebrity uh, on my podcast. So I kind of want to just treat it like that kind of, uh, sometimes I get nervous before, uh, a podcast recording or whatever, but you know, I, 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 I really just I really just can't believe that I'm doing this, man. I can't believe that I started a podcast and um and yeah, enough about I'm enough about that. Um let let let's just let's just get to the main thing um that I want to talk about. So um I believe it was uh I don't I don't remember the exact date. Um it was sometime in April. Um the unfortunate passing of Terrence Clark, um, who was a Kentucky basketball player. Now you guys know that I am probably the biggest Kentucky basketball fan, maybe in New York, like, as a state, you know, I, I don't think there's anybody that supports this team as much as I do, um, I've been watching this team since I was pretty much eight years old, um, seeing Anthony Davis, um, lead Kentucky to an national championship as a freshman, um, seeing the undefeated season that unfortunately got ended by Wisconsin, um, just seeing amazing run after amazing run, amazing player after amazing player, I mean, and and you guys are gonna say, oh, I'm a Kentucky fan because oh, like I'm a bandwagon or whatever. No, the reason I became a Kentucky fan was because my dad actually um went there, um to study um, and get his PhD, I believe, and and I and I kind of you know um gravitated towards it um, you know when my dad kind of talked about it. My parents actually lived in Kentucky. Um, that was the first place in America that they moved to, um, you know before they had me and everything. So I obviously didn't grow up in Kentucky, but. My sister kind of spent a little bit of her childhood in Kentucky, so, um, I mean that's cool. And 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 just going to Kentucky, it kind of felt like home. You know, there's something about it. Um, and you guys probably don't know this, but Kentucky is my dream school. Not just for the basketball team or whatever. Although it would be a dream come true if I could like walk on the basketball team, you know, play with all these five star recruits, whatever, practice with them, or be a manager even. I mean, just seeing like, um, you know, the whole process of of Kentucky basketball and, and things like that. But um. But yeah, I mean, I've loved this team for so long. I I love all these players. Um, like they were my own friends. You know, I I, I like, I support like, Kentucky players like in the NBA. Like I I I hype them up. Like I'm hyping up like my friends. You know, doing a sport or whatever. You know, like I feel like a connection to these to these players. Like Tyler Hero, I literally have his like Miami Vice jersey. Um, you know, I got Kevin Knox's jersey, and unfortunately, he's not doing so well in the NBA, but, you know, I got his jersey, and um, I feel a very deep connection with these players and with Coach Kyle Perry and, and, and the program over there, so that's why um, this loss kind of hit differently, you know, Terrence Clark, he was um, a player who came in as a freshman, and, you know, I kind of, I didn't really know too much about him, um, bef- like, uh, until, like, the season was coming around, and, you know, we were getting introduced to the team, and everyone was saying, Oh, this is Kentucky's, you know, best recruiting class. You know, they have players like Brandon Boston, Isaiah Jackson, uh, Devin Askew, um, all these great players, um, you know, that were, you know, making us the number one recruiting class. Uh, and this guy, Terrence Clark, 
you know, comes in wearing number five. And, you know, he missed a lot of his um, freshman season with an ankle injury. And uh, and I regret saying that, like, um, I, th- I thought he was sitting out to protect his draft stock. I, re- I really did. And I-, I really regret saying that because, you know, you could tell he wanted to play. I mean, sometimes he even showed up in full uniform uh, to watch Kentucky play like from the bench with his walking cast on or whatever. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was, uh, it, 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 he always had like a positive energy about him. And that's kind of who I aspire to me. I want to be someone who kind of lifts people up. I want to be someone who uh, can create that positive light in others. You know, if someone's having a bad day, you know, I want to cheer them up, you know? Um, and I think a defining moment for me, like watching Terrence Clark was when, oh, Olivier Saar against Notre Dame, you know, we were, we, um, I think we were like one and two, uh, one and, uh, three at the time. And, uh, we were at, we were going against Notre Dame at home and, uh, we were sucking, you know, the first half of the game came back second half. Olivier Saar had a jumper to win the game, uh, wide open. He missed it, barely missed it. And, uh, and he, he put his head down, but Terrence Clark, you know, picked his head up. You know, I, I, that's what I, that's kind of what I want to do for people that, that right there is an amazing teammate and an amazing brother. So that's kind of why, um, this loss of, of Terrence Clark kind of hit me hard. If you guys don't know what happened, basically, um, Terrence Clark was coming back uh, from a workout in LA. He just signed with clutch sports. Um, and if you don't know what clutch sports is, it's basically a, um, an agency for, uh, athletes, um, like LeBron kind of has like ownership in it or, or whatever. Um, you know they have amazing basketball players um with uh, uh with that uh, agency and um you know things were looking up for Terrence Clark um he was looking like an early second round pick um you know he was he was very excited he was about to live out his dream of being in the NBA um and unfortunately he passed away in a car accident um and uh and and, and a lot of people would say what I'm about to say you know a lot of people would say oh it's it's just bad driving well basically what happened was he ran a red light and wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Yes, like, I'm not blind. That That is bad driving. Um, and he crashed into a pole, I believe, which I saw the actual video of it, and, and I was just shocked, really. Um, and I've, I haven't watched it since. But, you know, seeing that video and, and just um, hearing about all the news and the details and everything, I mean, Terrence Clark was only 19 years old, guys. I mean, this guy should have lived on to hope to have a successful... Um, excuse me, to live on and have a successful NBA career, you know, have a family, just live out your life, man. And and, and unfortunately, it, it all got cut too short. Um, and we all saw the tributes from uh, the Celtics, you know, he was from Boston, that area. Um, obviously, everyone in Kentucky basketball was uh, shook. Um, Cameron Fletcher, um, I saw his posts about um, Terrence Clark. I mean, he transferred from um, Kentucky to Florida State, but I mean, he still is, is going to... He's still gonna keep uh Terrence Clark's memory alive and um and uh you know it was um it was tough you know uh, Brandon Boston um I mean I mean wh- I mean what can you say about the pain he's going through I mean he literally was the car behind Terrence Clark so he basically just watched his best friend die I mean you you it's 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 really like you'll never get that image out of your head you know just seeing your best friend like died like not not I don't like I think he died on his way to the hospital but just seeing your best friend like go through that and then you know it, it it's I, I can't imagine like what that would feel like you know and, and unfortunately and fortunately you know this 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 kind of situation has never happened to me but I mean I mean just just I, I feel for Brandon Boss you know as much slack as I gave as much 
like hate as I gave him during the season. I mean, I still love Brandon Boston and and, and I really feel for him. And hopefully he gets drafted in like the um, lottery and he can carry on the legacy of um of uh, Terrence Clark. So um, I'm not gonna lie, guys. Like that death kind of messed me up, man. It really messed me up. And um, and I still think about him every day, man. Um, I got a shirt that said "Rest in Peace, Terrence uh Terrence Clark." Um, two thousand one to uh two thousand twenty one. I mean, this guy didn't even turn twenty. I mean, this his birthday's on September sixth. Um, and he didn't even turn like twenty or twenty one. I mean, he didn't even. I mean, I could go on. I mean, he didn't even get to live out his his um, you know, like his uh, youth really. Um, his uh, ad, like pre adult like early adult life. I mean, it it it's something that. It's a tragedy, really, and um, I think my advice for you guys about that is, you know, life's never guaranteed. I mean, one, one bad mistake, one bad move, and and and, I mean, you could be gone from this earth. And um, I really don't want to put it in that sense, but I feel like, um, with death, it's just like you never know. You really never know. Like tomorrow's never guaranteed, and that's. And that and that's something that like I need you all to remember. Um, and like tell your loved ones that you love them. I mean, like, I've I've been doing a better job of reaching out to my to my two older sisters. Um, who obviously are not at home. They're you know away at work. Um, or my sister's teaching in Boston, and my my uh, my younger sister's teaching in Boston. And my oldest sister is um is uh in white plains uh working for my dad's company actually um but she's not that far away um she used to be in the city so she used to be a little bit farther away but um you know if they're listening i just want to let i want to let you know faria sarah i love you all so much uh mom dad love you all charlie gilbert i mean my whole family man i mean like like the death of a family member is also kind of uh and i've gone through a death i've gone through the death of um the death of a family member and 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 I mean that's pain in itself, but I mean like, you you really have to just enjoy the last kind of moments with your family. Like if that ever happens, you know, um, I kind of, uh, I hug my mom every day, um, and I tell her that I love her. You know, even before I go to sleep every day, I tell her that I love her, and, um, you know, I tell my dad that I love him. You know, I don't hug my dad that much. My dad's not really a hugger, but I mean like, I I want to let him know every day that I love him and. Uh, and uh yeah i mean uh it's uh it, it, it there's not much to say um long live tc5 i think about you every day and i hope you're getting buckets in heaven and and, and looking down upon us and protecting us uh from up above we all love you and um rest in peace terrence clark um and uh you know unfortunately um i have to keep this uh this death kind of uh thing going um and talk about a uh an unfortunate death um and, and i promise this will be the last uh death kind of thing that i talk about but um i'm sure you all know unfortunately uh a classmate of mine um not like a class like he wasn't in any of my class he goes to uh, the rival school but um he basically um Basically, this kid, uh, Vlad, I'm sure you all know who he is. Um, I don't have to hide his name. I mean, the news is already out. But this kid um, was someone who a lot of people loved. Um, a lot of people that I knew were friends with him. He went to uh, North High School. I go to South High School. Um, I talked to him a little bit, a few times. Uh, 
in middle school actually and um you know i i I still remember him and stuff like that you know i don't think you forget like the people you went to middle school with um even if they go to a different high school you know you don't forget you don't forget and um and you know uh he was uh, a victim of drunk driving he was a passenger to a drunk driver um and uh what really boils my blood is um the drunk driver who is alive um was charged with a lot of different crimes he got out on bail he got out on bail and um it's really a shame to see it's really a i don't mean to curse but it's a shit show i mean this is this is bullshit uh I, I hate cursing, but I mean, that really just boils my blood. I mean, I just, I just can't believe that he gets away with taking a life. I mean, what he did was murder. I mean, drunk driving guys, I mean, they can't teach you this enough in elementary school. I mean, this drunk driving is something that I, 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 I fortunately have never like had someone close to me, like be victim of drunk driving or whatever, you know, I, I've never like, I mean, this, this, Drunk driving is, is, is really, like, something that is one of the most slept-on topics to kind of... If this makes sense, it's one of the most slept-on, like, important topics that, like, nobody really talks about anymore. I mean, everyone's like, oh, I'm not going to drunk drive, you know, I'm not going to drunk... I mean, you could, you could. You could take too many drinks at a party, hop in a car, you think you're fine, whatever, you drunk drive, crash, whatever, death. I mean, anything could happen at that point. And... And, you know, drunk driving is something that I just, I just don't understand why, why this, this stuff happens when it's so preventable. I mean, like, I, I hear that people do it to be cool. I mean, what's cool about drunk driving? Like, please, someone let me know. I mean, drunk driving is just, it's not cool. It's just not cool. It's not, it's something that needs to be prevented. I mean, because you're affecting not only yourself but the people around you like if you have people in your car and you're drunk driving i mean like that's that's something that that is 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 terrible it really is and you know if if you're ever in this like call call a cab home you know like get someone else to drive you home i mean i mean there's so many other there's so many ways to prevent a tragedy um like drunk driving and and um it's something that like needs to be talked about a lot more i mean now a lot of people are talking about it a lot more since um a a girl from a town nearby uh two weeks before the fortunate death of vlad um she uh passed away from drunk driving uh from a drunk driver no she was a passenger of a drunk driver right and and you know we kind of talked about it for a little bit then we slept on it no one talked about it and now it's finally starting to get talked about and um i i i i really think that they they teach this like a lot in elementary school about if you go to a party this is what you should do you should have a plan and don't drink and drive and don't do drugs and all this stuff right uh candle as well if you guys remember what candle was but like bring that kind of program to high school and i think tomorrow um you know by the time of this recording today is uh tuesday so tomorrow we're gonna be all remote and we're gonna have like this uh presentation from a guy who knows a lot about drunk driving i think he went to north um and we're just gonna see how that goes and, I, and i'm gonna focus i'm gonna learn i'm gonna try and learn as much as i can um and and i i forgot to mention i forgot to mention some uh, an important thing 
I mean, drunk driving and, and drinking, like, this is the reason I don't go to parties. Like, this is the reason I don't go to parties. Like, I don't go to parties, guys. Like, like I know, like, I, I'm not judging. Like, if you go to a party, you know, have fun. You know, go to go to a party, but just be safe. That's all I got to say. Like, be safe. Like, like I don't want to take the risk of someone, someone offering me a drink. And, like, I've never taken a sip of alcohol in my life. And in, in our religion, like, as a Muslim, like, you don't do alcohol. Like, you just don't do it. And... And, um, I've never like been in the situation where someone offered me a drink and I said, um, I said like, yeah, or something like, like, like I've never like been like, what I'm trying to say is I've never been in a situation, fortunately, where someone offered me a drink and someone was trying to like get me to drink, you know, but, um, like alcohol and, and, and all and smoking and vaping. I mean, I mean, this, this stuff can make like, you can get addicted easily. And, um, you know, you can, I could go on and on about not doing drugs and whatever, but like. I just like I don't go to parties for for that reason like alcohol and I I just don't want to get involved. I don't want to get involved with drugs and cocaine and 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 al- and alcohol and getting wasted and and stuff like it's just not for me. It's just not for me. Um so just be safe at parties guys and like and just remember like a small decision can lead to something terrible um if the decision is wrong. If the decision is wrong, it could lead to something terrible. Um long live Vlad and uh, I feel for the North community. Um, I love you all, and, um, and, um, yeah, that's all I gotta say about that, um, the next thing I wanna talk about, guys, is, uh, mental health, uh, mental health is, a uh, is a crazy thing, um, and, and, and I, I self-diagnosed myself with depression and anxiety, and, and, and I don't think, like, like, um, I don't really need a doctor to kind of, tell me that I have depression, that I have anxiety, because I know my, my, I know myself, I know if I'm running, when, if I'm tired, or if I'm sore, or if I'm full, um, of, like, when I'm, like, full, like, I can't eat any more food, like, I, like, I know my own body, so I know, like, my own signs of feeling depressed, or my own signs of feeling anxious, or having anxiety, and, and just things like that, and what, what I kind of want to stress is, I feel like mental health should be talked about a lot more, um, because, only a select few of only a select few group of people can kind of uh like reach out to someone like and just know right away when someone's feeling depressed or anxious um or anything like that um only a select few of people so you know not everyone's experts on mental health but you know i i kind of i wish people would kind of reach out to me but unfortunately not everyone notices the signs and not everyone kind of has the time, I guess, to reach out, but not everyone can like think to reach out. So that's why I kind of, you know, use my friends as outlets. Like earlier today, I talked to one of my best friends about um, kind of like depression and anxiety. And, you know, he helped me out. He really helped me out today. Um, he probably knows who he is. If he's listening, uh, I love you, bro. Um, but I mean, depression is is no joke i mean today i i even felt it i mean today i i was just so stressed over a lot of different things um and i i cried in class i didn't like cry like like full out cry like i just like a tear just went down my face um and and uh and no one really noticed it but um i obviously noticed it and i've never like cried in class like i've slept in class like i've I fooled around in class, but I never like cried in class. So that was kind of a 
interesting thing. Um, you know, just crying in class. Well, I didn't really cry. I, I guess I guess you could say I just teared up in class. Um, but you know, it was it was something that I I had never experienced before, and um, and now I kind of know that I need to reach out and talk to people um about my depression and my anxiety. Um, I've uh, done text therapists. I have a real therapist that I met over Zoom. I have amazing friends that actually like can uh explain to me like what to do or how I can feel better and um and uh and 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 just things like that you know uh, I have amazing like I am so blessed to have the friends that I have I mean um I think in quarantine and I'll get to this in a sec um in quarantine uh I've uh I've had I've, I've realized a lot of fake friends I've realized a lot of fake friends and uh, I've I've done the uh the justice for myself to cut them out of my life to uh not put myself through the stress of kind of trying to please them um and uh I'm very blessed with the friends I have like they're my second family and I love all of them because they actually like care about me and they want me to do well just as much as I want them to do well and um I appreciate them all I love I I really All right guys we're back um my mom called me so I kind of stopped the recording but um just to pick up just to pick up from what i was saying um i have amazing friends and uh, i'm not trying to brag but i think i have the best friends in the world i mean to have a bunch of people support you like my friends do i mean that's one of the best gifts that i've ever gotten just uh just support from different people um and i think that's definitely important for uh for your success in the future and just your motivation as well that's another thing um so you know um and and just just to kind of go back to mental health for a second um you know it could be the littlest thing that will make you depressed um for me it might be uh my favorite player getting traded or um my favorite sports team losing um i mean those are things that are just like sports things for me but it also could be uh you know uh just a bunch of homework that you have to complete or uh or something that was fun um that you had planned got canceled or even your friend telling you that they're busy um and uh i mean stuff like that can make you depressed but also a lot of that stuff is out of your control um and that's what depression is it's kind of sadness that comes but it's like out of your control like you feel like it's out of your control, which it kind of is, you know, some things might happen that you have no control over and it'll make you sad. And I think that's just like a natural reaction to, um, to kind of what happened right in front of you. And depression, like everyone's felt depressed in their lives. Everyone's felt anxious in their lives. I mean, it may have not like carried over, like you might not feel depressed or you might not feel sad, like consistently, but at one point, you probably were sad over something. You were depressed over something. And you kind of felt a deep sadness towards it. And, and um, I also just want to stress, like, it's okay to not be okay. It's like, it's okay to show vulnerability. I mean, oftentimes, um, we're expected to be strong. We're expected to, like, not have emotion. Like, oh, this happened. Just pick yourself up and move on, you know? And while I do agree with that, I feel like it's okay to be sad over something. Like, it's okay to... um to kind of uh dwell on something like like it's okay to tell someone oh i need help like reaching out for help is one of the strongest things that like someone can do whether 
whether you're like, you know, a man or a, a woman, like that's like one of those strongest things that like someone can do. And, and I actually take pride in myself. Like if I ever felt depressed or if I ever felt like anxious, like I, I would naturally like, uh, um, uh, sorry guys. Uh, shoot. Sorry, I would naturally like, um, sorry, what was I saying? All right, my bad guys, I had a little bit of a brain burn. But like, if I have, if I ever felt like depression and anxiety, I try to fight it off on my own. But I felt strong, like, like, I felt so proud of myself that I could actually like reach out and talk to people, um, like my best friends. Um, and, and I definitely think that like, it's okay to not be okay. Like, don't ever think that, oh, I have to be strong all the time. Like, you, you have to you have to know yourself, you have to know what your limits are. And you have to know that it's okay to reach out for help. In fact, that it's amazing if you reach out for help, like it's showing strength, and it's showing, um, it's showing how you're actually taking responsibility, and you're, and you're trying to help yourself by asking for help. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. And, uh, and yeah, you guys just remember, like, to anyone listening, like, if you guys need anything, like any advice, any like, mental health talks or mental health checks, like, I'm gonna try and check up on people's mental health like a lot more. Like I'm gonna try and um, ask you, you know, how are you or how's your mental health or how are you how have you been doing lately? I'm gonna try and do that a lot more. I'm gonna try and reach out to people and and hopefully like I get um, and hopefully I, I can uh, you know kind of engage with people about this kind of thing. Um, mental health should be talked about a lot more and um, and uh, we need to uh, we need to just know ourselves uh, for sure. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to talk about um this thing uh, that I like to call fake friends. Uh fake friends, man. Um I had two of them over quarantine and uh they were, none of them lived in New York, uh, which is where I live. And um <clears throat> excuse me. And uh and you know it was uh it was interesting to say the least. Uh, I'll tell you about um one from actually Oregon and uh and this was kind of uh this is going to sound like a silly story, but I promise you guys it's all real. Basically, um, I became friends with this person over Instagram because we talked about Oregon women's basketball, which I was just starting to get into at the time. Sabrina, my favorite women's basketball player in the world right now. Um, but, you know, we were talking, we were, we were bonding over that, like, um, you know, over quarantine and stuff. And we, we gained, we, we, we developed a really good friendship and then George Floyd happens. And then she starts to call me out over, uh, um, she starts to kind of change. Um, and, and, and she was protesting, like she was trying to create awareness and I respect that. I did respect that, but she kind of called me out on, she, she thought I had a white privilege. Like I'm going to get looked at, um, just as much as you are if like I was pulled over by the cops. So I don't necessarily have white privilege. Um, I, I, I don't really know how that whole thing works. I mean, I just, like I told her, I just need to educate myself. And I was trying to educate myself, but she always called me out for not being educated enough. But I was trying to create awareness. And I'm not saying that just to kind of get with the trend. Like I actually take pride in the fact that I was trying to create awareness and trying to spread messages and, and, and things like that. Because that was a real thing during quarantine. And I wish, I wish I would have gone to protest. But the thing was with this girl, she kind of just, she kind of berated me over 
over just not knowing anything about it, um, which that's not true. I, I knew as much as I could know about it and I tried to learn and, and things like that. Um, and I tried to fight it in my own way. Like I learned in this past episode of All American, which if you guys don't watch that show, it's an amazing show. But I learned in this past episode of All American that, you know, everyone has a different fight um, for social justice. Um, and we all just got to respect that. And, and I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. So just remember that message, guys. And um, and it got to the point where she kind of, I don't want to say this, but she kind of went mentally unstable. And she kind of blamed her problems on my on me. Um, and at some point she, at one point she talked bad about me on her private story saying, I didn't care about her. Just say that, just say that you don't care about me. And, uh, I, I did care about her. I cared about her as much as I could. Um, just a kid from New York and, and trying to care about a girl from Oregon that I will probably never meet in my entire life. I was trying to care. I was trying to be a good friend, but you want to know what happened? I had enough. I had enough and I blocked her. I blocked her from my life. Um, now, did I did I kind of try to rekindle the friendship a little bit later? Yes, of course I did. Of course I did. Um, and uh, yeah, um, it just didn't work out. And uh, she just wasn't the one for me. And she was a fake friend. Um, and I didn't want to go through the stress and the pain of kind of uh, what she was putting me through. And um, you know, I'm glad I kind of ended that friendship. Um, the other thing, um, I had a friend from Texas. Now... Oh my God! Both of these, by the way, were girls. Okay, both. Um, this girl was from Texas, right? And we met th- over a summer virtual camp, guys. We met through overtime camp. Shout out OT. Um, I love them, and we met through that. We were in the same like camp group, whatever. Um, and we started talking uh, a few months after the uh the overtime camp, and it started out really well. We started talking. We started. We exchanged numbers. We texted all the time. Um, and, uh, and it was really fun, really fun. We started talking about different things. I kind of opened up about this kind of thing, like my mental health, that kind of thing that I talked about before, excuse me, I opened it up. I opened up to her about it and things were going really well. Um, and then like, I'll be honest, I made a mistake. I played a bad prank on her and, um, and she kind of cut me off for a little bit and I realized my mistake and I talked to her again. And then, like, I I was putting in so much effort into this friendship, guys. I was putting in, like, immense effort into this friendship. And, um, excuse me. I was putting in immense effort, and she wasn't giving me the same effort back. Sent her a text at one, uh, like, this long message. And she just sends me two words uh, at 9 o'clock. I mean... She just, she was being so dry and that's like one of the worst things, like whether it's a friendship or a relationship, like, like it's just so dry and, um, and really like I had enough of the dryness and, um, I tried to think, I I thought it was my fault. Like I thought, oh, I, I actually apologized to her. I told her, oh, I'm being, I'm being, uh, I'm sorry for being weird or, oh, I'm sorry for being this. You know, things like that. Like, I tried to blame it on myself so that maybe she could, like, understand. But she said, no, it's not that. I just don't think we should talk anymore. Um, It's an unhealthy friendship. Like, I didn't, like, one bad mistake, but we learned from it. I thought we learned from it. And I thought it was a a better friendship. And I thought we could, you know, actually, like, talk. But, you know, I cut her off after that. um, Because what I realized at that point was I gave her so much time and effort. And I tried to... I tried to be the best friend I could be to someone who, again, I thought 
probably would never meet her in the future, like in person. But, you know, I tried my best. Um, but sometimes, sometimes these things, they don't work out. You know, they don't, they don't um, work out in your favor and you just got to move on and you just got to focus on yourself. Self, self-care, ladies and gentlemen, is the most important thing. You got to look out for yourself in a lot of situations. And you're not being selfish. Um, you're looking out for yourself. That's selfless. If you're looking out for your mental health, if, if you guys understand what I'm saying. I might be wrong about that. Um, you guys could probably put it in a better uh, terminology than I can. But uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you made it to the end of the episode, I appreciate you all. Um, I kind of just wanted to make this episode um, by myself. I just wanted to kind of get back in the podcasting game. And I kind of wanted to just open up about different things. Um, and I hope you guys can understand uh, kind of what I'm going through currently. and um, And I hope that... I can get more guests on the podcast in the future. Make sure you guys tune into my podcast as well as the fourth dimension with me and my brother, Nathan Labby. Um, want to shout out a lot of different people, um, but I can't right now because uh, I ain't got the time. I ain't got the time. The play-in game is in 17 minutes. I got the Hornets beating the Pacers. I want to see LaMelo in those playoffs. But um, yeah, I love you all. I, like, I, I can't. I can't stress this enough, ladies and gentlemen. I love you all so, so, so much. And I really mean that. I really mean that. And um, and uh, everyone take care. Have a great rest of your day. Um, and uh, long live TC5. Love you all.